From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Health system leaders held a news conference with Governor Mike DeWine yesterday to sound the alarm about the impact the surge in COVID-19 cases is having on hospitals across Ohio. Angela Reigert has more. More than 4,300 Ohioans are in the hospital with COVID-19. That's a nearly 60% increase from just two weeks ago. At St. Rita's Medical Center in Lima, people with COVID-19 make up one-third of their facility. The number of patients that are presenting that need hospitalization are coming in at a faster rate than we are discharging them. Now combine the high number of patients with a dwindling number of healthcare workers. Doctors and nurses are getting sick, not at work, but in their communities. At Cleveland Clinic, hundreds of caregivers are either quarantining or actively fighting the virus. When you have 970 caregivers plus who are out, That means it's starting to affect our ability to care for patients. Hospitals are having to transfer patients from one facility to another solely because of space. They're also transferring ventilators because some hospitals are running out of them. In the next few weeks, we could see some medical procedures put on hold again. Reporting in Columbus, Angela Rigard. Those same hospital leaders say if something doesn't change in the next few weeks, they will be left with no choice but to stop elective surgeries. Kevin Landers reports from Columbus, where health leaders warn overflow medical sites may no longer be an option. Unlike the spring when the National Guard set up temporary hospitals at the convention center, doctors say at that point we had enough doctors and nurses to staff it. Well, that's not the case now. Hospitals across the state are working with fewer nurses and doctors because they are either quarantined or they are sick. I need people to work there. And right now, I would have to generate those people to work there by essentially closing down nearly everything else that our system does that's not taking care of patients in the hospital. Kevin Landers for the Ohio News Network. A member of Governor Mike DeWine's administration has tested positive for COVID-19. Tracy Townsend reports. The state's mental health director has in fact tested positive. Lori Chris says she experienced minor symptoms, so she self-quarantined and then she got tested. She found out the confirmation over the weekend. Earlier this year, she talked about all of this at the governor's news conferences. She encouraged people to take steps to improve mental health during this time of high stress. I'm Tracy Townsend. An increasing number of Republican lawmakers are calling upon President Donald Trump to accept the result of the election and concede, including one prominent Ohioan. Ohio's Republican Senator Rob Portman says that if the Trump campaign cannot produce concrete evidence of voter fraud, it's time to move on. Portman wrote an opinion piece that ran in the Cincinnati Inquirer that says in part, quote, it is now time to expeditiously resolve any outstanding questions and move forward, end quote. This comes after Governor DeWine's recent comment he considers Joe Biden to be president-elect. Election results around the country are expected to be certified in the next week or so. Still, those certified results show President Donald Trump won more votes this year than any candidate in Ohio history. The more than 3.1 million votes cast for the Republican president in the November 3rd election exceeded the former record of more than 2.9 million cast for Democrat Barack Obama in 2008. Trump again won the state by more than eight percentage points. Trump grabbed about 53 percent of the state's vote to Democratic president-elect Joe Biden's 45 percent. Secretary of State Frank LaRose has set state certification for no later than this Saturday. 
This week, students at both the University of Toledo and Bowling Green State University will head home for the Thanksgiving holiday. Amy Steigerwald reports. Normally, students would return next week for final exams, but students are staying home to eliminate bringing back COVID-19. Both universities are not having in-person classes until January. All students living on campus at the University of Toledo will have to be tested before the semester begins. While case numbers are rising across the country, representatives with both universities tell me they feel confident going into next semester. With testing opportunities expanding, their hopeful plans will not have to be adjusted. Amy Steigerwald in Toledo. The Ohio Supreme Court has ruled security camera footage of a judge being shot and wounded in eastern Ohio is a public record. ONN's Dave James has the details. The court's ruling today sided with arguments by the Associated Press and arguing access to the video, which shows a Jefferson County judge being shot as he walked to work in Steubenville in 2017. The judge returned fire and the assailant was shot and killed by a probation officer. A Jefferson County prosecutor argued that releasing the video could endanger court personnel by revealing security details. Justice Michael P. Donnelly ruled the prosecutor did not explain how the video protected court personnel. Dave James, ONN News. Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow is an Athens County native who will miss the rest of the season due to a serious knee injury. But Yolanda Harris says something that happened the night he won the Heisman last December is repeating itself. During that acceptance speech that night, he talked about where he grew up and how hunger is an issue for those less fortunate in that area. Now, after that, hundreds of thousands of dollars poured into the Athens County food pantry. Since Burroughs' injury, Bengals fans started donating, and they've given tens of thousands of dollars to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund. I'm Yolanda Harris. And a national survey from the OSU Wexner Medical Center shows 38% of Americans are planning to host or attend a large Thanksgiving get-together or be with people outside of their household. Stephanie Stanovich has some advice. We spoke with Ohio Health Infectious Diseases Dr. Joseph Gastaldo. Wearing a mask the right way, covering your nose and covering your mouth. Physical distancing, six feet. But he says maybe even go as far as seven feet. If you're going to take a seat next to someone or across from someone, that can be risky. Unless they live in the household. If not, experts suggest they eat in a separate area. Dr. Gastaldo also recommends using disposable plates, cups, utensils. Just throw them away. Reporting in Columbus, Stephanie Stanovich. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.